0: going on you're listening to episode two three hundred and four of the nintendo Powercast. i'm your host n64 josh player two nightcrawler what's up dude
1: hey how's it going it's crawler coming at you
0: three hundred and four you know you think you think after Numbers that many hard. episodes this would be a professional show but you know what hey it is what it is so we're not gone I know it's been like three weeks. Some of you guys have been worried. We've just kind of been recharging the batteries. It's obvious. Most of you guys know, if you're Nintendo fans, it's been a little slow in the world of Nintendo recently. And life, you know, life. So there there may be a show next week, but it's just going to be something very, very small, if anything. Okay, because I'm heading out of town. But then after that, we're going to be ramping up and things will be back to normal so don't don't you worry. Eric will be around. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean we're going everybody should tweet at him and be like what what hol- what what mysterious holiday are you celebrating this week? <laughs>
1: this whole behind the behind the curtain a little bit. This whole process starts on Monday morning when one of the three of us <laughs> messages each other like what works this week? Yes. <laughs> That's how it starts. And then if if it's the initial day is later in the week and then something happens, then the, the dominoes fall down and it, it, it goes that way. But. It does.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just the way it goes. So the goal for going forward, because a lot of you guys have asked. My goal is going to be to put the show out every Thursday if we find like because we're going to either be recording Tuesday or Wednesday. But either if we record Tuesday, I'll just wait a day and put it out Thursday. So it it lands on a regularly scheduled program. You guys can expect it. Now, if we find that that's not working, then it's going to get pushed to Friday. And then you guys can listen to it either that morning or Monday morning, depending on if you're commuting or whatever. So that's going to be the plan so that no more trying to figure out when the shows happen and anything like that. We're going to get back back to it. There's also some new things coming down the pipeline. We're just going to tease it right now. but there is some new new things down the road so we're doing this live twitch.tv slash n64 josh if you want to come check out uh, any of my live streams that's where you can do it oh but we're also live on youtube now as well so uh, so keep that in mind and uh, we're gonna you know we're just gonna kinda kinda jump into this thing so you know here we go directly following this stream i'll be playing bowser's fury so if you're here in, in twitch already make sure to stick around because bowser's fury drops in 40 minutes so
1: have you confirmed that is that official
0: i mean every other game drops at midnight digitally some but nintendo doesn't always do that oh don't don't do this to me i'll what they'll mean? be i'll be sad and grumpy it's already out in australia so they should give it they should just let us have it at at nine. Hoffman says it's way <laughs> late. So hopefully it, if all goes as planned, uh, before we jump in though, I do want to tell you guys about this game boy color that was given to me by steel sand gaming. If you're watching on Twitch or YouTube, you can see it right now. This is, this is, it has my logo on it. This is a game boy with my logo. If you want to see it, if you're just listening, go to my Instagram or my TikTok. you can see a picture of it there. Like this is one of the craziest gifts I've ever received, and it's—I can't even believe. Every time I look at it and I see my logo on a Game Boy, it kind of blows my mind a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. So, uh, shout out to Steel Sand Gaming. Thank you for that. And uh, the world of Nintendo. What do we? What do we got? I got some. I want to talk some Star Wars stuff, and I think there's some. Uh, I think there might be some Star Wars news. What do, what do you? What do you got for us, Crawler? <laughs>
1: uh so you wanting to talk the the nintendo world stuff or you want to talk star wars
0: i want to talk the what was leaked wasn't there something leaked oh yeah yeah leaked?
1: yeah. okay so going back how many years is it it's an og xbox game yep but uh republic commando which a lot of people i i think i had to explain it to somebody in discord yesterday what it what it kind of was um but it's a it's a first person shooter squad based but it's, it's it'd be really cool if it could be multiplayer squad base, but it was back in the day. So it was a single player with uh, AI um, accomplices. So you had, I think three other uh, members of your squad and it was, it was, you were elite clone troopers going through and doing some missions set in the, the clone wars timeline. And uh, it was, it was kind of a darker game a little bit. Um, it definitely has not, not full on like doom vibes, but like, there, There is some creeping around in the dark kind of stuff in that game. And uh, it was leaked, possibly by, I think the source that I saw, I dove deep into Wario64's t- retweet of the person that had tweeted it. I think they had some kind of uh, AI turned on to to check for when code is uploaded onto the eShop or the website for the eShop or something like that. Mm. And uh, some, some data files were shown to be Republic Commando. So we could be seeing that coming down the pipe. Have you played this? I have it. Um, I don't remember if I beat it or not. But if it comes out and it's 20-ish bucks, I'll probably pick it up again and play it. It's
0: currently backwards compatible on Xbox One. If you want to play it right now, if you have it. You know, mm-hmm. it's in my I, collection. I, as di-
1: I, I was gonna say, I have the disc sitting around somewhere. Same.
0: This would be great. This would be a great game. Now, if they add multiplayer to it, because I don't remember if it had multiplayer or not.
1: Yeah, I think it did have a multiplayer component.
0: I, I feel like the box had the Xbox Live. Remember how it used to be mm-hmm. with that little yep. orange, the, like
1: the, the orange and gold. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I feel like it had that. Squad based, you get some you get some Rainbow Six vibes from it from back in the day when you had to run around as a squad, right? But like you said, a little bit of Doom vibes too is kind of a little more on the on the creepy side. Now, where do we go from here? Okay. I don't remember, it's been three weeks, but mm-hmm.
1: I, I think we, we, we talked, talked a little bit of Star Wars last time and yeah. the, the whole Lucas, the Lucas film game or Lucas games <laughs> being resurrected. Yeah, so I, I, I'm I'm hopeful that the entire back catalog eventually finds its way game preservation and all. I think I mean they there was a chord struck I think with uh with uh, episode 1 racer. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot more stuff on the 64. There's some older stuff on the uh like the OG Battlefront if the OG Battlefronts could come out, that would be a way to play those on Switch. That would be really cool. Oh, one yeah. and two. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole rabbit hole we could go down with Star Wars games.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And what have we been playing this week? Marvel Ultimate Alliance. We have. Right. A lot. Yeah. And what is that game? That is an exclusive Marvel game made by Team Ninja, published by Nintendo. Lucasfilm Games. It's now your turn. Get with Team Ninja. Get Resurrect Factor 5. Whatever it is you have to do. And let's get an exclusive Star Wars game on the Switch. Right? Like, I think you can let me know where you're at on this. And chat, you guys can let me know too. But we're at a place now with the Switch that unless the game is going to be cloud or we're going to get stuff super compressed like
1: well, like, I heard I heard Hitman was not great on the cloud. Interesting. So. Yeah. So. I feel.
0: And especially playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance again and knowing the only place I can play that is switch. Bring some bring an exclusive Star Wars game. Nintendo and Star Wars games go all the way back to the NES. Yep. Right. And exclusives. The yeah. original. And let's
1: and let's and let's get a box. Take, I'd be happy to throw money for the Capcom route, if if Lucasfilm Games decided to take Super Star Wars, Super Empire Strikes Back, Super Return of the Jedi, and put them in a box collection for, at that point, forty fifty bucks. I mean, yep, I'd pay that because if they if they can find a cool way, because I, if I remember right, super rare did not super rare limited run did some of the classic star wars stuff but i think it was just actual nes and super nes cartridges that they printed they didn't because the games aren't playable obviously on the switch and they had those reruns with like the blister packs and all that kind of stuff um but i think it, the, they've they've gotten back into the whole reprinting working game carts for nes and super nes and,
0: soup all the super games were already done digitally,
1: and on the Wii. And I believe they might be on Steam and stuff too. They might already be kind of
0: they're on the bar. one of. I think at least Super Star Wars was on PlayStation Four. For picking up, like for pre-ordering, like Battlefront Two, or I-, I think that's the game that it was available with, and so. The ROMs are floating around like they're out there and they're available. So. Let's.
1: And I mean, for any of you that saw the NES Super Super Star Wars is 10 bucks on the PSN or on the PlayStation Network store. So there
0: you go. It's the only one they have, right? Just that one.
1: Uh, It appears so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's get
0: these games on the switch. All right. Like, let's 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 do it.
1: And then let's come up with what let's let's have a little bit of fun with this. Well, and while we're at it, Disney owns Disney Afternoon Collection. Let's put that on the switch. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why that has not come to switch yet. Yeah. Pre went on sale again this week for PlayStation and Xbox. I think I think it's back down to like five bucks. But still, I want it. I want it on the switch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it belongs there. It and they get there, to charge so. tw- they get to charge us twenty bucks while they charge it 10 on, <laughs> five or ten on the other systems. So we'll give them more money too. Exactly,
0: exactly. So let's have a little bit of fun with this. What's the ideal Star Wars game for the Switch? Let's 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 brainstorm this together.
1: Um, they take the uh, you. I think you and I were joking around with this earlier this week. Um, but I I would take the uh, the Star Fox Two route. And let's do a rogue squadron uh, ultimate collection mm. where we get uh, rogue squadron for 64 or rogue squadron. And that's been kind of redone a little bit, too. And it's on Steam as like rogue squadron 3D or something like that. So I think it's I don't know if that's fan mod or if that's something official. Mm. But the like preserve the original ROM from 64, whatever the up up res stuff is that they've done for uh, Steam. And then let's get Rogue Leader in there, and then let's get the unfinished Factor Five uh, Rogue Squadron Two Project Slash Three, whatever it officially is. That was the the Wii. Was that original Wii game? Let's get that on there. Let's just have a nice Ultimate Rogue Squadron kind of collection. And for for uh, just for fun, they could uh, they could put in a what is it? Uh, Episode Starfighter, like episode one Starfighter or something like that. I forget Oh, what it was the
0: Battle of Naboo.
1: Yeah, that's what it was.
0: Right. Yeah. The Battle of Naboo. Yeah, it was I,
1: similar. It was I think that was Factor five and that was like the same engine.
0: Yeah. And you could drive around in like a Cadillac. <laughs> there was some there was they had in the game. You could drive around as like in like a, uh, a Cadillac or something. So super goofy. So, OK, I like that. I like that idea a lot. I want to take it a step further, though. Give us dogfighting in that game, online dog fights,
1: right? Which, which I like. I said I'm not exactly sure what is all in the the Steam version of of Rogue Squadron 3D. Um, but like Episode One Star uh, Pod Racer on Steam has online racing through Steam, so maybe that kind of stuff is is there and could be in. Not that we trust Nintendo's online network a little bit for that kind of stuff. But yeah. Yeah, we can talk.
0: Know. We can talk about Smash later. Um, so I was talking about this with Jen. We I mean, literally, we bought a second TV and a second Xbox to play Crimson Skies on Xbox Live
1: back early 2000. Yeah, that was your jam right. all the way. Yeah, yeah, that's been your jam.
0: And there has never been another flight game that's been as good. You know, you've got Ace Combat, which is okay, but like Crimson Skies nailed dogfighting.
1: So Phil Spencer teases you all the time by wearing that shirt. Oh, he's the one E3. Yeah,
0: he's the worst. He's the worst. (laughs) I love that man. So give us a rogue squadron with some multiplayer. Right. And if they don't give us the Wii game, then have like put together a new a new rogue squadron. And I don't care if they if they play off of Rogue Squadron 3 that was on uh, the GameCube where you could get out and walk around, but just make those levels good, right? Because they were kind of garbage. That aspect of that game was it was like it was like the team was delving into areas they weren't all that great at. They took the risk and it just wasn't that it didn't really didn't really pay off, you know? I wouldn't mind seeing, like, we're talking about Republic Commando, right? Mm-hmm. What if there was a sequel that had the characters from the Bad Batch? Uh,
1: I mean, is that supposed to come out? Is that coming out end of this year, or is it coming out? I think I don't know the exact year? date, but I think it's it's yeah,
0: it's either late this year or early next year. I, I believe
1: I think. Case. I think we run into legal perils with that if it's before 2023, because EA would have to do it. I don't know if they have ways to get out of their contract with that. Okay. I mean, they've already announced new games, but I think that's in preparation to have games ready to ship when the exclusivity deal runs out. What about True. this? True. You're right. Okay. What about who, I'm who, holding pu- up who st- publishes that?
0: I'm holding up Star Wars Pinball right now for you guys that are just zen listening zen it's, it's okay. zen studios and so it seems to me that there's ways around this and i mean they
1: pick and choose what they do yeah
0: yeah but let like i mean e let let ea make it if they want to let ea put put a team together to 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 do these games you know the make make a different version of Squadron's even. That wasn't quite so graphically intense, you know? Yeah. I feel like the the switch could benefit from <laughs> I saw a tweet today that was like, "Hey Fortnite, turn off building altogether and everybody the age 30 and up will be playing your game because the gunplay is, is fun." Right? Just get rid of building altogether. And so I, I mean, there, I play
1: that mode all day. Yeah,
0: right. And so I think there's definitely a market for, you know, I mean, I think squadrons is great. I think it's great, but we're talking switch games exclusive. I think rogue squadron is really is really the way to go or like this bad batch thing. Or do something that's off a thousand years earlier some of this yeah, old they Republic got High, stuff. I mean, they
1: got High Republic books and comics, and um, I've, I've bought, I bought. I think a f- fourth book just came out, or whatever. Uh, there's two adult novels. There's like a children's book, and then I have I bought what was actually the hardest one to find on Amazon, and actually came in like a week or two ago. Um, but it's like just it's like ages eight to twelve, kind of young young person novel. It's, it's a sizable book, hmm. and uh, I think it's got chapters and all that kind of stuff in there. I gave it to William to start reading. I don't know if he's started it yet, but I, I'm intrigued by it. I have the the first of the novels or whatever ready to go. I haven't started reading it yet. I did finish uh, Ready Player Two, so I'm ready to start a new book. Uh, but, like, there's a lot of stuff that they're starting to build, and they had, like, 20-something writers in, in Skywalker Ranch that kind of came up with this whole 200... 200 years before episode one kind of timeline. And I feel like we might see some, I, I would like to see some kind of game or something uh, tied into the, these characters so we can maybe get to know them a little bit better and, and see how they play out.
0: We know Skywalker saga is coming out. Probably. Yep. I think June eventually. I think ev- it is. eventually yeah. yeah. I think it's June, uh, which is looking absolutely stellar. So that's, I mean, that's going to be a great addition to the Switch. I think that also has a steel book, So if you're looking, if you collect does, those things, that's fine. Yep. Uh, snag that. But I'm going to throw another one out there. And Kowai Temko, uh, or Tecmo, helped create Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, right? Them and Team Ninja worked on it together. Mm-hmm. And they also do Hyrule Warriors, so what if Lucasfilm and koai got together to make a Musou Star Wars game?
1: Clone Clone Wars, just shred Cl- up those, just, just burn through the droids. The
0: droids. <laughs> I mean, that would be fun, right? Is I mean, yeah. you know, as long as the it was the level. I mean, there's so many worlds to explore, and you yeah, can get.
1: I mean, there's there's what nine, eight, eight seasons of Clone Wars. Like it went to many different planets. There's mm-hmm. lots of different backdrops to go to One, well, you've got the whole uh, Jedi council. There's lots of different jet generals to take a, take yeah. advantage of. Yeah.
0: And then bounce between Jedi and clone troopers to like, depending on the, the, the guns or the moves. Or, I mean, dude, I'd, I'd play that all day.
1: Yeah. Cause it feels like, I mean, at least from what I've heard from uh, preview content for percent uh, persona, five strikers, and what you and I have experienced in in Hyrule Warriors, like th- the new one, is definitely different than the first one. Yep. Um, and I feel like they found a better mix of muso and storytelling and world immersion that gels with people that aren't jazzed on the muso uh, uh, game type. Mm-hmm. So if they can find a way to to make a compelling story and and feel like you're living in the world, because the overworld map in in Hyrule Warriors when it's just the Breath of the Wild map and you get to see all these different icons pop up and you finish a mainline story mission and twelve fifteen different new icons pop up for you to go do stuff that, that it it's immersive and you feel like there's content to go do and it's it's daunting sometimes but it's it's good to know that there's all these different little bite-sized pieces you can go take take part in. But then there's also like a 45 minute long mission that you can go do. Um and I feel like they've found this good balance and, and I've heard that it the the Persona 5 Strikers feels like a persona game and not a muso game and it's it's immersive in that world for people that like the Persona games. So it it feels like they've kind of hit stride with understanding how to how to market these Muso games to you gotta find a, a good uh, community that like really loves their game and their world and you build on that and Star Wars definitely has that.
0: And instead of like your map could literally be different systems and maybe you have to fly to the other system and have some little like little dog fights or or even like little bit of like RTS stuff which I feel like Musou games always kind of have that vibe anyway, where you're trying to do map management all the time to make sure that you have this base taken over and this base and and so on and so forth, where you've got to work your way through the different fleets to get to the next planet. So there may be some little dogfights that go on there. Could be, It doesn't have to be anything, you know, super eccentric. It's not like, oh, put a full-fledged flying game and then do, you know what I'm saying? But like, as far as just kind of breaking up the monotony, of just your regular, uh, your regular Musou game. I I mean, I would totally dig that. Could you imagine playing as Yoda and just flipping and all over the place and like just chopping the, the, all the different droids to pieces and running into Dooku and, you know, whoever else like,
1: no, they won't let you fight. Well, I guess they'll let you fight. You don't get to, you don't get to rip off arms or legs or anything on humans and per, per (laughs) Disney's rules. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute so like nobody no one else is going to lose their hand is that what you're telling me
1: yeah i think that's disney's rule like if you go back and if if you think about all your fights with uh humans in uh jedi fallen order you don't get to dismember anybody you can take off dismember uh droids but i don't think i don't even think you can do that to animals or, or creature, maybe you can. I don't remember. You cut a you cut a tongue off a giant frog thing or whatever in that, <laughs> that game. So,
0: so yeah. I mean, I feel like a muso, a Star Wars muso game would be would be a blast. Throw in your lightsaber, you know, like, and and maybe even. If they want to, if they don't want to have to delve too much into lore or things like that to make things canon, just let us create a player and jump to those planets with stuff that we already know. It doesn't need to be some groundbreaking news story or anything like that. Like, uh, just let us, I don't know, let, let us create somebody that, that, that tags along or I, whatever, what, whatever they do. Like, I, I just they feel can, like
1: that's where they could also, they could also build off of, um, Bounty Hunter from back in the day and make a a Boba Fett game or a Mando game based Mm -hmm. on the two... I mean, Mandalorian's got now almost soon to be three seasons here, eventually early next year, and then Book of Boba Fett is coming out as well, so they'll have content to talk about.
0: Okay, you're going to love this one then. What about a Mandalorian game that played like Destiny? (sighs) I
1: mean... (laughs) I'm almost burned out on looter shooter. Like, and especially like.
0: Well, let me clarify. Not necessarily going for loot. Okay. But like being able to do four player strikes, raids, you know, but within the Star Wars world. I mean, essentially just taking bounties and then going and working, you know, kind of like doing strikes in Destiny. But like.
1: I mean, that could be, you never know. That could be Massive's game. You never know. It's true. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. I feel like I feel like the and the the thing that worries me the most is like division was a game that was based somewhat in reality with like real real world weapons and that kind of stuff. The loot was never fun to get in that game. No, because it was just a new version of a vector. It was a new version of an M4 or something like that, and right. it was a different color and it was just all buried in stats versus destiny where you got a new gun and it was a different gun and the the legendary guns were different and exciting to go find and the gun the guns didn't repeat the same name or you could get duplicates of guns and they had different perks but it was different and uh i feel like that's what killed divisions fun for me it was like it was just getting the same gun over and over again it was just a different color and uh For me, it was I I feel like on Star Wars, it would be the same kind of thing, and I don't want to see like the same gun a different color. So I would want to see but if it could be some kind of shared world, not grinding for loot, and it was just kind of an experience, I think that would be cool.
0: The thing that killed the division for me was that it's supposed to be based in real world. And then we have these bullet sponges as enemies, (laughs) right?
1: That are like you fight for 15 minutes. Yeah, you're like fighting an
0: ex like a dude that's escaped prison and he's in like his orange suit. And I've shot him like 400 times and he's still coming at me with an axe. Like what? What is this is not this is not ideal, you know? I mean, I get
1: it. It's but yeah, there are too many dice rolls hidden behind the scenes in that game.
0: But if you think about, like, even the Mandalorian, and you look at some of the different characters, like you had, you had what would represent in video games, like your tank, your like
1: maybe well, your yeah, because you got Bo-Katan, bo and the the owls and the other Mandalorians there, and and, the, and you have the Coven as well, like all those different uh, Mandalorians that were were there in the in the first season. So yeah,
0: yeah, and 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 you've got you know you could use your. They've got the like they can shoot the grappling hook stuff out of their, You know, you think about Mando's little missiles that he shoots out like there's such a large variety of weapons. Plus, I mean, even within Star Wars lore, there's so many guns that like there there could be there could be plenty of variety uh, right there, not to mention the ability to fly with your jetpack. And and then who knows, maybe there's missions where you fight for the black saber or something you know what i mean like or maybe roll the dice to see who ends up with that i don't i I, maybe you pick up lightsabers (laughs) along the way you know what i mean from fallen fallen jedi or something like i don't know there's i'm i'm definitely on a star wars kick right now like for sure like i'm just i'm i'm planning on reading some star wars comics over the next
1: week and and delving into that more and uh yeah, I want to rewatch season two as well, because like, I, I haven't refreshed myself.
0: Oh, I'm currently going through one right high. now. I'm currently yeah. going through one. And and there's just so much stuff that I'm like, I don't even I've only seen the season one time. So going back through, a lot of it was like, oh, like I remembered. But, it, you know, you know how it is watching shows now. You got your phone. And so, like, I know at some points I'm like, oh, I didn't even see that the last time, because whether I was checking Twitter or who knows, you know, so uh. Yep. Yeah, I just I, I really, really hope with Lucasfilm we get to see some uh, we get to see some more Star Wars games on the switch. They're off to a good start. I started playing Knights of the Old Republic on my phone because it was just like ah, I could play it handheld that way. Um, <laughs> the game's rough to go back to. like It is. I have
1: it on. I have it on both one and two on Steam, and I haven't been able to get fully into it just because yeah it is rough. Yeah. And I was never big into the whole turn based. I tried it back way back in the day. What was that? O three, O four. Yeah, it's... I think.
0: And that's when I tried. I, mean, I was so I excited, I... and
1: I was like, "As uh... I was gonna say, I think I was held up in, in in bed for two days or whatever when I had my wisdom teeth out, and I tried that game, and I just didn't. It didn't gel with me. I didn't like it.
0: No, not when you've been running around in Halo Two with the battle rifle, just destroying everybody, yeah. and then, and then you try to do that game. You are like, okay, I just I am using regular swords now. Like, are we fencing? What is going on? What is? what is happening so yeah but uh we got other nintendo news bowser's fury coming out tonight hopefully tomorrow for sure tomorrow but i'm hoping it's going to be dropping in 10 minutes here we'll see i'll i'll fire up the switch and take a look uh the mario switch is coming out we were talking about it before the show i'm gonna go look for it tomorrow this is this is what jen wants to get me for my 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 40th birthday on monday (laughs) but I'm a little disappointed with this thing. Like it almost looks coral in color.
1: It doesn't even look that red. So are are the joy cons different than the Mario Odyssey bundle switch? That's what it looks like. It looks different to me. It looks more
0: pink, more like salmon colored, you know, but so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But you think about like the, the, I got boxes behind me, right? Mario Kart, Smash, Animal Crossing. These boxes look awesome. I use them as decoration. This one literally looks like, oh, this is a red switch. Oh, and there's a Mario case. Like this. A and, lot
1: there's, of it, and there's a blue switch. There's a blue Joy-Con a grip, blue grip that nobody. I don't know anybody. I, I mean, I guess you and I have have pro controllers coming out of different everywhere. Yeah, but uh, I've never used my Joy-Con grip ever.
0: Very infrequently. Like I have, I keep them down in my entertainment center. If I'm playing downstairs with family or whatever, that's, that's about it.
1: So, I mean, it looks cool when it's in the grip, but the, the dock is red. The switch bezel is red. The Joy-Cons are red. It's just a red switch. And we were talking about it beforehand. Like, even like look at the background
0: that we have for our our stream right now if you guys are just listening it's all classic like it, I believe it's the it's from like the NES remix is what it is it's a bunch mm-hmm. of just classic I love pixel art right I love seeing the the artwork that I grew up with
1: yeah where is that on the dock like like the smash dock like the 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 uh what Monster or did Monster Hunter out no, not yet. Uh what was what was the one at GameStop? Uh that was Diablo? Listed? Was that was that Diablo? Yeah. They've all had like decals on them.
0: Yeah, the the Smash Switch has got the like basically the cover of the game split on
1: both sides. Animal Cross Animal Crossing has like actual artwork, not just a color. Exactly. And it's a it's a totally different colored dock. And so this is just I
0: I feel like for the 35th anniversary of Mario and not to mention. Okay. So let's say, let's say we take a look at past 20th anniversary items. I'm holding up the game boy micro right now. Okay. This thing looks like a super Famicom. All right. Crawler's holding up the game and watch. They just did that. The, the, Game Boy Advance SP has it has an NES model. The DS has an NES model. The 3DS has a Super Nintendo model. They've they've done these in the past and now we're just getting this this kind of it just feels off. It feels this feels like a like a it, it seems lazy to me.
1: Yeah. If I was in charge of the art department, I would have taken 8-bit Mario sprite from Mario Bros. uh the the 8-bit sprite from Mario th- uh 2 and 3 and then gotten world and just lined up the Mario's on the bottom like of the either on the back of the switch or on the dock and just celebrated like your progression through Mario.
0: Dude, the the back of the switch with like white pixel art of the first level of super mario brothers with the clouds and the goomba that first <coughs> section right there that would have been that would have been money king raymar says it looks red to me uh, don't get me wrong it it is red but i've seen some pictures of it in the wild and again i don't know if it's uh, if they're they're doctored photos or whatever but it looks like they left it out in the sun too long and it faded like it's not the bright like Oh, I don't know. I'm holding up this Mario hat, but that I don't even think it's that red. You know what I mean? From the from the from the looks of it, it has it has more of a pink tone to it. So very, very odd. Now. Monster Hunter Switch. I believe is coming to the States now, right? Is that is that confirmed? Do you know?
1: Uh, The one was that? Europe was that Europe and it, Japan only? It, it was
0: Europe and Japan only, but I think I've been hearing rumblings that it's coming to the States. And that pro controller we, can we talk a minute about this pro controller cuz I'm going to have to add it to my collection. <laughs> 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 In chat, Mag says it looks green to her. She she wants the Luigi.
1: Yeah, that's only uh $160 on eBay right now for that that controller.
0: <laughs> only. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully my best buy will get them keep them in stock but not put them out and then i'll just go and ask for one and they'll be like oh it's in the back (laughs) that's what happens with everything at my store i love them for that i love them so but that that switch is looking cool and that i mean and speaking of monster hunter guys if you collect steelbooks like i do go pre-order your game at best buy because you can get you can get the steel book there. The question is, what does the Amiibo look like in the GameStop exclusive special edition? Or, yeah. Because yeah. I hear it looks different. So I'm, I'm very curious about that. So, oh, Nate in chat is saying even the Fortnite
1: switch looked great. Um, I think that that holds out your hope for the Monster Hunter one coming because that was the Fortnite one was exclusive to Europe for a little bit and then they eventually brought it. But that was a what like a a a Black Friday or Cyber Monday something like that, like Shadow Drop kind of deal. Yeah. Now, you know
0: what? uh, Steel says he got the Steel Book. Of course, of course. I expect nothing less. Switch pro Nintendo has said we have no plans, no plans on releasing. Right. When has Nintendo ever come out and said, Oh, Hey, guess it was, what?
1: It was corporate mumbo jumbo is what we heard. Yeah. Well. I mean, that's all. That's all it was.
0: Oh, the rumors are true. We'll be announcing this in July, <laughs> right? Like that's never going to be the case. They're never going to be like, yeah, there's a switch pro coming.
1: But what was the, what was the time t- the, the switch? unveil and the rollout were like three months apart, right? Wasn't it January to March? Yeah, yeah, about three months. So, I mean, E3 announcement and then September, September, October rollout could be a thing. But like we talked an episode or two ago, like doing doing a a console release in the spring, I think would be the best. I mean, we're not going to get that this year, obviously, but I think I don't know. I would like to see a, a Switch Pro with with Breath of the Wild 2, but I I don't know if it'll happen. Crash 4? It's coming
0: out. Another yep. game that was leaked by a retailer and
1: then so and it's coming to Xbox too, right? I think. Didn't they announce It's coming to It was just PS4 and now I think it's coming Oh, I thought it was already
0: on Xbox, but I don't really it follow be. it that close. Sure. So, I thought it was yeah. already available everywhere except for Switch. So, that then makes me think What is this uh What about the the Metroid Prime trilogy? Right? What about some of these other games? I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there's been a number of games that have been uh an, like leaked by retail that were delayed and then the other thing is, is why was Crash delayed so long? And is Crash the next Smash character? We're due for one here pretty soon. We are. And this game's dropping in March. So... March 12th, yeah. It, it wouldn't surprise me. And it seemed like Sephiroth was done in... Or not done. Well, I don't know. They recorded that presentation for him in August. And then we didn't see it till December.
1: That was probably just a lot of balancing.
0: Could be he's
1: Mo- moves and everything was set, and they were able to to showcase it, but they they were QA testing, doing a lot of balance changes. Probably
0: his sword is way too long. <laughs> Nate, <laughs> Nate, and Chat is saying, "What about Tony Hawk? That's the other one that showed a, like the pro controller with the control as a control option." Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a good chance. We can see that now is the time. Like, what are these companies? Where were these companies in January? For the switch. I mean, we're literally playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and I'm going this back come- and playing Paper Mario. And I am I mean, <laughs> we didn't even mention Cyber Shadow, which is amazing. So go yep. play that game. Get that game.
1: It's yeah, hard. That's though. all. That's all Activision. So, I mean, Activision has not been. The fastest to embrace the switch the, you're not wrong, you're not wrong, but it's been four years almost hmm like and it's sold over seventy two million
0: units, yeah, Nintendo has left the window open in January for these these game studios to sell some games and and n- nothing's ready now, maybe it's because of you know the the quarantine and all that stuff that that could be the case um I mean even. Did Apex come out in Japan, or did they just start putting all of their marketing material out a month early?
1: I think it was just wrong date, or so. maybe they delayed it to to may, maybe Panic Button didn't have it quite ready to go. Because there's like and there's
0: Amazon listings. There was actually that in, print the date material on that
1: officially March so that, that's March.
0: Okay. I I don't know if it's eighth. It's early March. I think it's eighth. Somebody might be able to confirm in chat, but I believe it's March eighth. So. You know, even that that game, I feel like was probably supposed to be out already early February, and then that would have kind of now all of a sudden <laughs> March is going to be like just jam packed full of. Of all these games. If you guys are planning on playing Apex, since it is crossplay, we will be playing it. I'm looking forward to it. I probably won't. I don't know what to do. I'm gonna,
1: I'm i do not going to touch it on the Switch.
0: I don't, like, I, I don't think I've spent any money anywhere, but if the Battle Pass I, doesn't go between the two, but playing character it on the un,
1: Switch... Char- character unlocks don't go between. I have characters unlocked on, on Xbox, but I think my preferred way to play is on uh, PC. But mm. yeah, it's. I wish there was a way for those all to, to mesh together.
0: And I think Fortnite did it in time, right? Kind of didn't didn't it? Um,
1: once I feel like once it came out on Switch, uh, maybe it was a little bit after the Switch because I think they turned on like you had to do uh, some e- kind of like you had to well you had to link. They were one of the first. Epic was one of the first companies to have their own login, yeah. mainly because they have their own launcher and stuff as well. But. You have to link all your accounts through your Epic account, and then that syncs it all up. Um, but I feel like they turned on the crossplay beforehand, before cross progression was even a thing. Like they had flipped the button, and PlayStation players were seeing Xbox players, and oh, then- right, right, right. PSN put a put a stop to that real quick and then <laughs>
0: right of course
1: <laughs> and Ryan Rocket League had think had done it too like th- there was there was ways to do it behind the scenes with uh, with uh, the netcode and and so developers knew that it was like possible and then n- now it's kind of become a standard kind of thing which is which is good because it gives power for people to play with who, who they want on whatever system they want which is good I'm worried about the draw distance and the dynamic scaling and all the stuff that's going to come with, uh, apex on switch. And I don't feel like it's going to be a great way to play. I think if you have any other way to play, like we've said with a few different games, like that will be the way to do it. But. Absolutely. I just fired up Bowser's fury. It's downloading the
0: update. Just downloaded the update. The game is ready to rock and roll. Yep. The game opened. So, there we go. That's good. We'll be checking out Bower's, Bowser's Fury tonight. So we've been playing. Let's let's chat real quick about Cyber Shadow and Blue Flame. Mm-hmm. Some indie titles we've both been uh, really really jumping into. Uh, Cyber Shadow. I put two two solid days into it on stream. Probably, yeah. I don't know. Probably maybe nine hours total. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you're a little
1: bit further than me. Cause I think you have like a sword dash move that I don't have yet. Got it. Yeah.
0: This is like Mega Man meets Metroid meets DuckTales meets uh link. Link's adventure. A L- lot of Ninja. Yeah. A lot of Ninja Gaiden, of course. And uh beautiful pixel art. Just absolutely gorgeous. The sound is amazing. Like, I, this is this game and it's tough it
1: is yeah, it's pu- it's punishing you you look forward to seeing the 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 respawn platforms to know that you hit a save point and a, and a safe spot to come back to uh it it the boss fights are are uh it's a it's a pattern learn usually is what you have to you have to catch on to the patterns and you don't there's no way to regen your health so you're 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 sitting there with, with low health trying to understand the patterns. And once you get it down, then it can kind of become a, a thing that makes it easier. Um but then in between all those challenging boss fights that you have to learn the patterns, there's extremely hard uh platforming and and uh enemy management and and making sure that you're clearing a path. Because if you with these kind of games if you get hurt once, it usually sets off a chain reaction. <laughs> you're just, you're just going yes. down.
0: Yeah. And I love these kind of games. Like I, I, I thrive on these kind of games because it reminds me of Kaizo stuff in Mario maker. Right. Which I mean, I'm still learning and I'm still, I'm, I, I still really enjoy that. And I have people that will watch me play some of like the Mario maker stuff. And they're like, dude, how are you not breaking your controller right now? How are you not this? Because for me, if there's a problem, I want to solve it, right? And that's how I look at these games. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's difficult, but it's nothing more than a pattern and just getting that pattern down. And so as you get further in the game, the save points get further and further apart. And so you have to keep, the last time I played it, I didn't even progress to a second save, save point. Like it was a long section
1: of- Yeah, They get they get longer and longer later on in the game.
0: Yeah, and- but still, very, very good. Like, very good. Very. Di- but it's for me, it's that reward of hitting that next safe point. It's hitting that checkpoint. It's like playing Halo and Legendary. If you guys have done that, where you're like, you're just playing for the checkpoint. At that point, you're like, I just got to get to the <laughs> checkpoint. Sometimes you're hiding in like.
1: Then you tell your teammate, "Pop me in the head after I get the checkpoint." <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but don't. But don't walk forward and grab my gun. You got to pop me in the head and not grab my gun. So yeah,
0: it, it, it's good. It's good. I highly recommend it. I think it's $20. It's published by yacht club. The shovel Knight amiibo does work with the game. Uh, I haven't tested it yet. Cause mine is up in the box somewhere and yeah, I've I,
1: seen the amiibo thing. I haven't actually tried it. I have a shovel Knight amiibo sitting right here, so I'll have to try it next time. I'm, I yeah.
0: It I may pick up, but if they, if I'm, I'm heading to best Buy tomorrow. So if I see any of the shovel Knight ones, I may pick one up and, uh, just see, um, so I can test it. Cause I, I, I kind of want to, I guess it puts a little shovel knight behind you. That'll like shoot health at you or something like that. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it would definitely be a little bit of a help. Um, you've been playing a game called blue flame, which has not even been mm-hmm. on my radar at all. I, I happened to fire the switch up the other day and see that you were playing it. And I was like, huh, what is what, like, what is this? And so, so
1: it, it wasn't on my radar either until, uh, I listened to, uh, uh, IGN's Nintendo show, the, the, uh, Nintendo voice chat. And they were talking about that at the very end on just some stuff they were playing. And I heard two, uh, two keywords that kind of perked up my interest when I heard it. And I had to actually rewind to make sure I heard what the title of the game was. Uh, but what I heard was hollow Knight mixed with Zelda. So I was like, Oh, okay. And, the description was that it was challenging 3d hollow Knight style platforming. There it is with, uh, Zelda dungeons and, and puzzles and challenges there. Uh, I'm like almost three quarters of the way done with, I think my first dungeon right now that I was playing right before we started. Uh, I just got like a, uh, wall climbing claw that can make me wall run now. So it's the the traversal is going to be really fun. And, uh, it's a, I think it's like 20 bucks on the eShop um i looked for it on 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 playstation i didn't even see it there so it might be a switch exclusive i'm not sure um but yeah it's it's got like the the 3d zelda targeting you can uh use uh the zl to to lock onto a target and they even do like the link backflip kind of uh if you jump away from a target nice and yeah it's it's got good zelda good zelda vibes good hollow knight vibes so if you like either of those or just one of those I think you can you can find a way to enjoy this game. Trying to scratch that itch before Silk Song. Mhm. I keep going to uh Barnes and Noble trying to look for uh Edge magazine cuz la- last slash this month's uh cover story is Silk Song, so I'm trying to find an episode ah. or like an issue of the magazine which is just a less less circulated kind of gaming magazine so it's harder to find, but the one like I'm going to Barnes and Noble and they have like last month's issue with with uh spelunky on it so i was like i'm waiting for that that silks on cover to pop up and get that so i can take a look gotcha gotcha so very cool hey i think that's gonna wrap this one up where can people find you uh best spot to find me is hanging out in the discord n64josh.com slash discord we play lots of games uh so if you're we got lots of different game rooms to, to come hop into and talk about what you're playing. So yeah, come, come hang out there and, uh, yeah. All right, guys, you
0: can find me everywhere at N64, Josh. Thank you so much for listening. We got some, we got some surprises coming your way very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. And, uh, do jump into the discord come chat games with us a lot of us are playing marvel ultimate alliance three right now i'm on the road to 300 crawlers on the road to 300 like we're uh we're and a lot of new people are picking the game up and so it's it's going to be included in my stream for a little while here before basically it's kind of it's kind of filling that void before monster hunter comes out because it's kind of that 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 killer like uh uh, multiplayer. So, um, we would love to have you guys come, come jump into some games, of course, Mario Kart Monday, Fridays, but I'm going to be gone in the next 10 days. So, you know, don't plan on that unless crawler ends up picking something up, stay tuned to the discord and, uh, you'll be able to, uh, you'll be able to know you'll be able to stay in the now. So with that, we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye now.